If we write books with a deep sense of responsibility, believing that the book is written for our future selves to read in the next life, then perhaps there would be fewer falsehoods in the world. And if the knowledge created within human civilization was such that its creator could honestly answer why it was conceived, then the culture shaped by this knowledge would not lead humanity astray. This quote might be a bit lengthy, but it came about while I was reflecting. I was searching for the why behind my own actions, which became the starting point for writing my book. We are Buddhists, but if we don't aspire for Nirvana, how should we navigate our lives without going astray? Thanks to the 10th Galama Sutta left by the Buddha, which states, Do not believe even if I myself said it, according to the Dharma transmission of Phra Dharma Kosakarya or Buddha Dasa Bhikkhu. How do we build our knowledge if we don't aim for Nirvana? The aforementioned knowledge quote is from my own creation. This message was conceived from the decision to write a book for myself in this and future lives nearly 20 years ago. Given my current perspective that in this lifetime, I have no desire to teach anyone anymore. All I can do is write. I write books and leave them for my future self to read in the next life. But this act also serves as a form of merit for others. Don't let your subconscious mind dismiss this vital information before your mind and soul reject the existence of this truth. Let's continue back to the main content. We've already discussed Uncle's observations of four major characteristics in our physical behavior when someone speaks to us or when we read and perceive. Let's move on to the next topic. 1. After reading I feel indifferent and drowsy, not knowing what the matter is. This shows that the STI does not perceive it anymore. Perhaps it's because of the content that we read or listen to. We don't accept it. When we rusuk, it's not beneficial coupled with our unwillingness to accept our ignorance. We refuse to accept that we don't know something. We deny our own ignorance. Our thoughts then wander elsewhere. Buffaloes will go to their favorite place and continue to get stuck. It's like when we're studying and once we don't know something, we deny our ignorance. This is not accepting the first pill. Don't lie to yourself. We then say we don't want to listen, that the subject is boring. While in reality, deep down, we might feel terrible because we don't understand it. This is not taking the second pill. Don't deny what is your singthi rusuk. Because if we listen, even though we intend to listen, and if we accept that we don't know, we will become curious, not sleepy. Reading a book is the same. Someone's buffalo that hasn't been trained when they intend to read a book or listen and often feel sleepy is like this. Always admit to what you don't know. The buffalo will not run away to sleep and keep on sleeping in the pond. This symptom is the behavior of the Kyles called moha, the moha at work. Consider yourself gradually. How do you rusuk? Point two. If you listen and read, then know and feel a burning sensation overwhelming oneself. The symptom is dissatisfaction. The more you listen, the more irritated and rejected you become. If observed, it looks like a burning sensation. Those with this symptom may not read up to this point. It arises because our selves are attached to our knowledge. Anything that is heard and does not align with what we know is immediately rejected. If we read to this point and we have this symptom, congratulations. We now know our size, that our size is equal to the knowledge we have accumulated. Those who are older and have accumulated more knowledge might find it a bit difficult becoming large and fat. This symptom occurs because the stubborn self is at work. The self that likes to win is working, the Kyles called Thosa. Unacceptable, not in line with what one knows. I don't know what they're talking about. 
The burning sensation is a very fast process. Just when someone says something different from what one knows, it's immediately rejected. Stubborn obstinacy. This one is called a stubborn buffalo. In cases where the thought is somewhat rational, there may be reasons to say that it's not right, it's not true. But the symptoms that appear are merely a fleeting inner heat, a heat from within. It's a feeling of warmth from within, not a physical external heat or a warmth resulting from embarrassment or blushing. No other parts are heated yet. This is because the thought process, KID, is that the brain is used only compare the data. It has not reached the point of truly considering. Those with this kind of symptom should strive to reduce their anger. Don't be stubborn, but be able to have your own thoughts and opinions. Confident people are different from stubborn ones. Stubborn people don't listen to others. Those who are confident in themselves are ready to genuinely listen to everyone. Don't think too much about winning. Reduce it sometimes. Then you will start to feel less heated and ultimately not heated at all. Especially when listening to something new that you don't know or when you feel that it's not like what you knew. Then what symptoms will happen next? Which part of the body will continue to feel heated? Our identity has gotten a little smaller. In thought, we will consider following, agreeing or disagreeing, doubting and questions will arise. A conversation occurs, but it's a conversation where the speaker doesn't feel heated, different from the second point. The symptoms of this stage are certainly not sleepy, because we want to know everything. Your buffalo run after everything and think about it all the time. We want to get everything that we feel we know and will be useful for our lives. This stage happens due to the Kyles called Lofa. When the thought considers it, it will see that it is useful and it will become more and more difficult. The more we think about it, the head becomes hot because of intense Lofa that desires the benefit from the knowledge of others that he brought into our head. But this stage is essential when we perceive something new that needs to be considered. Moving from knowledge, are you, to a state where we feel Rusuk and think Kid as a connector. Thoughts are utilized in this form to approach the truth, to grasp the truth and keep it. If you still don't understand clearly, you will doubt a lot, ask many questions. Once understood, it's stored as personal knowledge. The head then gets very hot. At this stage, if we consider that we are like this, then reduce the Kyles called Lofa. Reduce the desire from wanting many things to more that we have talked about and read about. We should to consider one thing at a time until you reach what we have, Rusuk ourselves. Consider until we truly feel that we have also experienced it from our own experiences. Don't want too much many things at a time. Our thoughts will not run in many directions and our head will start to get less hot until it is not hot at all in the end. But in the uncle's youth, the uncle also liked to make the head hot. It's fun. Let the thoughts run. The language of the uncle's time is fun good. When we listen and we consider until we truly see it, the next symptom will occur. Aspect 4. When we listen and the head is not hot, we are not sleepy and we do not feel hot. Instead, we feel our heart is full. Hmm, true, we feel that we really see it. The symptoms after listening. Sometimes we feel goosebumps arise, feeling happy and satisfied. Because what we perceive it feels reaches the mind. It indicates that what we have received makes us feel. This stage seems good even when practicing anew, but our mindfulness must be more careful. Because the path has become smooth, we will drive faster. Negligence will arise and more serious dangers will come. If we don't check whether what we feel is a one, sing the Rusuk or two, feeling, emotion, sensation and sentiment. 
Let uncle explain these words and group of words, why I use them differently. Normally, when something touches us in the sixth sense mind, we rusuk it and then pass it on to the thought process kid. If it's a process of knowledge creation, it will lead to a state of knowledge. Ru. But if it's a matter of the mind, once the thought process is completed and interpreted from the sing the rusuk, it will turn into emotions, sometimes light, sometimes intense, good or bad, with varying degrees of intensity. But if we get stuck with the trap of thought that leads to emotion and are immersed in it, we will enter a state that I call feeling, similar to sing the rusuk. But instead of our mind perceiving from the external state, our mind receives from the output of our own thoughts, that is, leading feelings to let the mind perceive continuously. This is what I say we must be careful about. Because if we enter this condition at first, we may consider it true because we really rusuk that way. This is perceived by the heart haughty. I use this term because the mind does not have to work. Perceiving with the heart gives rise to love and faith. Once faith enters, it becomes a more subtle bondage. We don't see the truth as it is. When we consider if we have faith already, our thoughts work less, and we do not scrutinize as when we are in a heated state. This may lead to a state of being lost again. If the person who leads us is lost, we will unknowingly follow along the wrong path. This is dangerous. The more we can remove the bondage, the more we will find the bondage that binds us. It is more subtle. Sometimes it becomes so subtle that we don't see it. The subtlety of what binds us must be constantly checked until we find the last thing that binds us. When we take it out, the thing that still binds us to being human will no longer exist. The value that allows us to live as people will lose its meaning. But uncle not going to lead us to that point yet, it's far away. I still want to be human, one that has both happiness and prosperity. We already know the cause of happiness. The interlude makes us consider ourselves when we realize something new. Try to take it and consider it. As for what I'll write next time, the next part will be about the cause of prosperity. There may be some people who are born and say that they don't want to prosper in this life. They want to be born and suffer losses. They want to decline. If there are any, they can read what I will write next and then act the opposite. Decline will come to visit. As for those who want prosperity, continue to consider yourself. As we've read up to this point, many of us may be getting used to my strange language. The strange writing style at the beginning of the reading is to prevent us from reading too fast and make the road not smooth. We will read more carefully, become more curious, more alert. When the road is uneven while driving, we become more cautious. We are not careless, and our sti works better, our awareness awakens. On a smooth road, we drive fast, becoming careless, and our sti decreases. If we want our sti to awaken again, we must drive very, very fast beyond our normal speed. Our attentiveness will return to work, but if we make a mistake, it's death. On a smooth road, how can we make us fully sty without driving too fast? But whenever we do something with familiarity, carelessness comes to visit and sti disappears. The main principle of self-training is to be mindful at all times. Be awake at all times like a great general in a major war. A great war where victory over Kyles is at stake. May our journey be full of mindfulness. Because the beauty of the journey is not in the destination, but in the journey itself. If we can be aware of the progress we make throughout the journey, the journey itself becomes beautiful, enough to tell others to listen to. May we all have a happy journey.
Uncle My JD. Kyles fundamentally have three components, Moha, Lofa, and Thosa. But in present times, the eternal beloved wife of mine who has passed away along with me have created a knowledge long ago since we were children, saying that the group of behaviors, if seen as the structural Kyles that work out as an average resulting in what I call Sing Thi Rusuk, can be divided into six main groups of behaviors. In the future, if I have the opportunity, I will write another book to understand this basic operating system mechanism. In an era flooded with vast volumes of information, it's more crucial than ever to possess the ability to discern truth from fiction. As streams of data surge around us like tumultuous waves in an endless sea, a lone individual amidst a deluge of scattered information is attempting to find their way. The ability to navigate these waters becomes paramount. Without the vital skill to separate genuine information from falsehoods, our life's trajectory can be severely affected. As beautifully articulated in the truth quote from the book, read before the meaning of your life is lesser on page 204. In an era overloaded with information and a plethora of news, if we cannot revive such a skill, how are we to distinguish what is true from what is false? Reviving the human skill of creating knowledge is paramount for people to maintain the essence of life. This allows us to independently discover what is true or false. It is imperative not to be dismissive. Don't let your subconscious mind cast aside this crucial knowledge before your very essence rejects the reality of our current predicament. Don't let your subconscious mind dismiss this vital information before your mind and soul reject the existence of this situation. Let us not forsake the opportunity to seek solutions to this pressing issue. Read before the meaning of your life is lesser.